0: Big Podcast. It's a very special episode of Build a Big Podcast. Part two, this is the sequel. The first part, 20 questions about Big Podcast AMP audio monetization program. This part, 20 more questions. Also, a couple of things to follow up on. I talked about rage farming. The big question is, my podcast is about blank. Can you work with me? And the one type of podcast that I do not work with in general, the overall concept of it is what I call rage farming. Rage farming is bringing in guests just for spectacle. Bringing in guests just to get comments and social media attention and people talking about the controversy. I don't mind discussion, diverse thought, But if the main way that you are attracting an audience is by bringing in people that you're talking down to and taking clips, isolated parts of those interviews, and using clickbait techniques to drive more attention to YouTube or to your audio podcast, that's not a match for me. It's a great business model for some people. I'm not criticizing the business model. As I said in the first part, you do you, man. I'm an open-minded person. This is an open-minded group. You're not gonna shock me with what you're doing, but is this for you? That's the question here. No, this isn't gonna be for you. And the way to answer the question, is this rage farming. Go look at YouTube comments. If everybody's agitated, and if everybody's talking about the guests, like they're the idiots, you know everything, you're right, that's rage farming. not the kind of stuff that I work with. Another thing I wanted to follow up on about me, who am I? Who does this guy think he is anyway? If you want the official bio, the official bio is bigpodcast.com slash about. The bio for me is a guy that started the music business. I did 20 something years running a music marketing agency. It was actually called musicmarketing.com. I've worked with all sorts of people in the entertainment industry, not just music. Comedians i have done a lot of film and television work. I've had a syndicated radio show since 2005. I know a lot about entertainment, growing an audience, building authority, making money. Bigpodcast.com slash about, if you want my official About Me page. All right, let's get to the questions. I'm going to start this at 21, since we've already done the first 20 on part one. If you haven't heard those, you might want to start there. Question number 21 is, how often is new recorded training released? As I mentioned on part one, a lot of what I'm doing in this program is live. At least three times a month, we are getting together live. Those sessions are not recorded. There are a lot of recordings as far as Big Podcast AMP. There's a lot of written content as far as Big Podcast AMP. I'm constantly adding to the site. A lot of this content is short form audio or video that concentrates on a very specific thing, how to get a better interview, how to do guest booking, more or less, here's a problem, and here's how to do it better, or here's something that this guy is doing really great, here's how you can do it yourself. That's the format that I like to use. So to answer the question, how often is new recorded training released? Constantly. But keep in mind, this is not Costco. What I'm trying not to do is give you more stuff than you need. I'm trying to get you the information that you need to get the results that you want. It's not a volume thing. With that said, most people have a hard time keeping up with me. I eat, sleep, and breathe this stuff, and I've been doing that for years. Question number 22, does the coaching include assistance with podcast monetization strategies? Yeah, that's most of it. This is a marketing program, audio monetization program. That's what it's called. (laughs) So yeah, we do that. I'm probably not doing it like a lot of people think. It's not simply, hey, put ads in your podcast. That's only part of it. Yeah, you can put ads on your podcast. Anybody can do that. The issue that most podcasters face is building the audience, having something that people care about. Being in the music industry, one of the things that I used to hear all the time was, oh, I don't want people to steal my music. Stealing your music, before that's a problem, you gotta have something that somebody wants to steal. So yeah, we talk about podcast monetization strategies, but before you can monetize, you gotta have something that people want. So that's a lot of the work that I do. Question 23, what is the cancellation policy if I decide that the group isn't for me? The cancellation policy is that you can leave at any time. Are there refunds? No. This is one of the reasons for the very long sales letter at bigpodcast.com slash amp. This is one of the reasons that I have a podcast that's free. I've got a book that's about $15. I've got a daily newsletter. I've got a weekly newsletter. I understand that there is a risk when you get involved with anything like this. You're committing to something, at least the financial outlay of joining a group, pressing start on the program. So there's a risk. Also understand there's a risk for me if I just let people in, check it out, you know, kind of kick the tires and feel it, there's a risk for the group that I've put together. This is what I talked about in part one. I don't want people coming in and out and in and out and in and out. It's like living in an apartment building where you're trying to establish a household and right next to you, somebody's got an Airbnb, basically running a hotel where there are people in and out and in and out. They don't care about the neighborhood. They're tourists maybe. They're up late drinking, they're partying. They're having a different experience than you are. It's not a bad experience, it's just a different one and you don't want that thing. What I have done with Big Podcast Amp is I've put together a group of people that are serious about podcasting. I'm looking out for the group. I'm looking for committed people that are ready to make this thing happen. I want people that are willing to take chances that know that nothing is guaranteed in life or podcast. I want people that are willing to take a punt, jump in, test things out, give it a shot. Not be timid, dip a toe in. Oh, this isn't for me. I gotta go. That's destructive to the group that I've already got. That's the reason for this. It's not because I don't think I can win you over, but at the same time, I'm not trying to win you over because I'm looking for a certain type of person that's ready to go. And like I said at the very beginning of this episode, if you're cautious, I get it. There's sometimes when I'm cautious too. That's why I've tried to put all this information out there before you jump in. If you've got questions about your specific situation, feel free to ask me. I'm happy to answer them. What I don't want is that constant influx and outflux of people. This is the reason that I don't do free trials, monthly memberships. I want you to commit for the year. People come to me because they know that I provide that experience. This is not for tire kickers. At the same time, I'm not asking for a life commitment. I'm not saying that you have to log in every day, make every call. You can participate at the level that you want to. I simply want you to be ready when you show up, not make me try to win you over. I'm not trying to win you over with this. Hopefully, I'm winning you over beforehand. That way when you come in, you're ready to go from day one. Question number 24, can I get one-on-one coaching sessions? And if so, how are they scheduled? The answer is sort of. I mentioned adding new content to the site. On occasion, I will do one-on-one sessions with people, hot seats, I call them. We dive deep into a specific thing. So if I haven't covered that specific thing, yeah, there's time for a one-on-one session. During the group calls, there's time for a one-on-one session. So Big Podcast AMP, audio monetization program, it is a group coaching program. You get access to me through the forum, through the group calls, but part of this is access to the group, that collective mastermind of other podcasters that are working just as hard as you are. So the answer here, can I get one-on-one coaching sessions? Sort of, sort of. It's gonna depend on what you're going through. You and I are definitely going to be talking one-on-one during the group calls within the forum, but the overall level of engagement that we're gonna have with each other It is not like hiring me one-on-one or hire me as an employee. Question number 25, are there resources provided like worksheets or templates to help with podcast planning and execution? Yes. Is there an official workbook? No. We do have some of those things. Scripts that you can use, fill-in-the-blank templates, worksheets. I've got a program called Big Podcast Blueprint that's included here that has a lot of that. There are some individual trainings. I talked about the podcast jumpstart. Your podcast is stuck. You want to get it unstuck go through that training. So there is a process on some of the trainings that you're going to find inside Big Podcast AMP. This is not a one size fits all thing though. So it's not possible for me to have a manual, a guidebook that says day one, you're gonna do this. Day two, do this. A lot of what we work on together, and this goes back to the one-on-one, the personal help. It's not personal help as in, yeah, I'm gonna call David anytime that I want to. It's personal help in that, We're going to use the group calls. We're going to use the forum to guide you through things that are individual to what it is that you need to do to grow an audience, get more people interested in your show, put a handle on your message, make more money, spread the message, make more impact, and build your authority. That's going to be a lot more effective for you than filling out worksheets, templates. That stuff may not even apply to you. What you and I will do together is work on your overall foundation, give you something to build upon, but also work on the very specific things that you're coming up against, as you're coming up against them. Question number 26 is the forum moderated by experienced podcasters or coaches who can provide expert advice. Yeah, me. <laughs> I'm in the trenches in podcasting and I'm in the trenches in this forum. You get in Big Podcast Amp, you get me. I'm not a coaching business per se. I'm a guy just like you making podcasts, making audio documentaries, making audiobooks, doing voiceover, doing work with audio. I don't have it set up with expert coaches moderating things where more or less it's my name that's being licensed to somebody else's work. That's not what I do and that's not why I'm doing this. I set up big podcast amp because I'm thrilled about podcasting. I love it, man. I love it. And that goes back to my music business days. I love it that you can put something out in the world, spread it, get people excited about it, change lives with it, make money for yourself with it. That's the opportunity that we've got with podcasting. I'm writing this with you, I'm not gonna outsource this. But part of Big Podcast AMP, as I mentioned earlier, it's not just me and you working one-on-one together, it's you getting involved in a group with other people that are gonna have advice for you, with you giving advice to other people. The group is a big part of this. You are gonna get some experienced podcasters that can give you some great advice, but you're also gonna get me. This is me, this is not me outsourcing something to a coaching company. Question number 27. Well, being part of this group help me to grow my podcast audience. Yes. Yeah, that's what this is about. I call it audio monetization program, but part of audio monetization is growing your audience. You can have a smaller audience that you're making a lot of money from. You can have a bigger audience and that allows you to have less money from each of those people. But this is definitely about growing an audience. This goes back to my days in the music business as well. That's what I did. I helped you get an audience, sell music, get people to live events, and make a career for yourself. That is more or less what radio promotion, what street promotion, all the work that I was doing in music was. The work that I do with podcasters, more or less the same thing. You've got an audio product, live events. Live events are huge for podcasters. We can work on that. haven't really talked about that with my background, but I've done about 1,500 live events over the years, producing them. Sometimes speaking at them, sometimes performing at them. So I know all about live events. I know about what we call butts in seats. I know about attracting an audience live. I know about attracting an audience to your recorded message. So the answer is yes. Will being part of this group help me to grow my podcast audience. 28. How's member privacy handled within the group, especially on public forums? This is one of the reasons that the live events are not recorded. Member privacy is paramount. What is said on the call stays on the call. And we've got all sorts of different people. We are talking about numbers. Here are my audience numbers. Here are my download numbers. Also, here are my income numbers. Here's what this sponsor offered me. Is this a good deal? That stuff is private. A lot of the stuff people don't want getting out. I get that. I'm not a 20-something guy that feels everything has to be recorded. I'm not a 20-something guy that feels everything, when it is recorded, has to be on video. And those videos have to be published on YouTube or Instagram or TikTok or whatever social media because I'm not trying to get likes and attention. What I'm trying to do is grow an audience for specific people like you who have a message that you want to spread. You want to make money with that message. You want to make impact with that message. You want to build authority for yourself. That's my goal. This goes back to what I said earlier about licensing the name than having somebody else do the work. I'm not handing you off to expert coaches while I run around, put myself on YouTube and try to be the man. I'm in the trenches because I like being in the trenches. I love it. I love it. I'm in a five by eight closet right now recording this. Love it. Every day, I eat, sleep and breathe it. I'm committed to podcasting, committed to audio and I have been for a number of years. My background explains this. If you go back into my background, since the 90s, man, Started my company when I was still in college. And I've been doing it ever since. I was working doing radio, musicians, audiobooks, pre podcasting, pre internet. This is not something that I just signed on for, like, oh, hey, this is a great way to make money, or this is trendy, this is popular. This is what I have been doing for years. So that's where I come from. It's not from, hey, I want to put myself out there and be the man and have likes and attention, and I'm going to do it at your expense. No, member privacy, that is paramount. There's a lot of stuff that you hear when you're in a position like mine. Not only the finances of people or how things really are, but being in the business that we are in where we're speaking our truths over the mic. You can't fake this. You can't. People know when you fake it, if you're going through a difficult time, let's say it's a divorce, death of a child, your parents are aging, maybe somebody dies, that's going to affect the work that you do. Because of that, I am privy to a lot of information about a lot of people that I work with. I've already talked about how I don't judge. I'm not one to say this is right or this is wrong for you. You do you. Now, is it right? Is it wrong for me? I'll make my own decisions about that. And that's what I talked about when I talk about rage farming. Not for me. If it's for you, you do it. But the other part of this is that if you're dealing with something and it comes up, that's cool, man. That's cool. This is a safe space. I talk about this at bigpodcast.com amp. This is a safe space for podcasters. That's what you don't have in other groups, public forums. You go on Facebook or other social media, you ask a question about podcasting, who knows where that's gonna end up? But you ask it in my group, you know that you're safe. These are actually great questions and I hope you're putting this together, but you can see why I'm doing the things that I'm doing as far as you making a commitment to this group, you coming in for a longer period. There's no trial periods, there's no testing the waters and there's no getting out. I want people that are committed for this reason, for member privacy. And a side note to that, I'm talking about video conferences. We've got a lot of people, they're not comfortable on video. And this is an audio group, audio monetization program. So if you want to call into these video conferences and you want to do just audio, that's fine. If you want to do just audio sometimes, that's fine. If you just want to listen in and never speak up, that's fine. I want you to let me know if you just want to listen in. Because part of this group is me working with you to bring all of these great things that you've got inside of you out of you. So unless you tell me otherwise, I'm not going to let you just sit there. It's not in service to you. I'm going to gently poke you. Hey, man, hadn't seen an episode from you. Why not? My job is to help you get your message out there, make impact. The money that comes, the authority that comes, that emerges from you getting your message out and you getting yourself out. That's a long way with a few detours saying, how is member privacy handled within the group? It is something that I take very seriously. There's actually a code of conduct for this group. And you'll see that when you join Anytime you get a group of people, you can have clashes, personality clashes. Some people you're just not gonna like. Some people might not like you. But I do everything that I can to set the space for your emotional well being, for your privacy, for you to have this space where you can come and get what you need to grow your podcast. Question number 29, are there opportunities for members to showcase their podcast within the group? Yeah, you're gonna be talking about your podcast within the group as we work on it. But this isn't a place for you to say, hey, here's my new episode. Everybody's got a new episode. Unless you're specifically talking to podcasters, these guys might not even be your audience. So I don't have anything set up like, hey, here's my new episode. No, 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 no. Now, if you've got a significant episode, let's say you've done 100 episodes, 500 episodes, you win an award. We wanna know about that in the group. The group is here to cheer you on. I am as well. But this isn't a place to say, hey, listen to my podcast. I'm trying to get other people to listen to your podcast. <laughs> that's the whole purpose of this group. Posting stuff like that, like here's my new episode, that's not very effective. It feels good. It feels like you're working, but it doesn't get results. If you want to work on things that get results, this is the group for you. I'm not going to let you do the things that don't get results. Question number 30, does the group cater to both hobbyists and professional podcasters? Uh, yes. Yes, but when you say hobbyist, you're serious about doing good work. Maybe you podcast about a hobby and you're enthusiastic about it and you want to spread the love of that thing to other people. I met a woman at a conference. This is so fascinating to me. She was into D&D, Dungeons and Dragons. I know that from back in the 80s when I was about 10 years old. Everybody was scared of Dungeons and Dragons. Oh my God, the satanic panic. Dungeons and Dragons, don't play that, demons are gonna come out of there. So 30 something years later, it's interesting to me to meet this woman, hear her experience with this. And she was so enthusiastic and she had me in there. I was like, okay, man, maybe I need to think about revisiting this Dungeons and Dragons thing. (laughs) If you're a hobbyist like that, you've got something you love and you wanna spread it to people. I love working with people like that. I think that's great. I think that's great if you're looking at taking the hobby and making money with it, we can do that. And I can talk to you about the various pros and cons of that, because there are downsides of taking something that you really love and trying to monetize it. There are also a lot of upsides. That's what you get when you work with me. I've done this. I was a musician, got into the music industry. So I know what it's like to like something and then to turn it into a business. And I know how to do it. I can help you do that or we can just make it a very rewarding hobby for you because you're spreading the message, you're getting the attention and the authority that you want because of this hobby. Maybe you're making a little money. As I've said a few times on this session, you do you. That's great, but hobbyist, professional, as long as you show up, I have a space for you in Big Podcast Amp. Question number 31, what specific skills or topics will I learn that I can't find in free podcasting resources? One of the things that you're gonna find that's different is there's a whole lot less noise. You go in a free podcasting forum. What mic should I use? How do I plug this in? Then you get answers from people that may or may not know what they're talking about. So those things are gonna be different. The topics that we discuss that are at a higher level and the group, because it's limited to people that are serious about podcasting and committed to podcasting, they're more engaged. They're more on top of things. They're more thoughtful in their answers. It's not some guy who's agitated. You bought a certain kind of mic and has to let you know what an idiot you are. So I would say as far as the specific skills or topics that you're going to learn with me and Big Podcast Amp compared to a free forum or a free resource, it's the same, but it's a higher level. It's more intricate. If you were to come to me with that same statement, I just bought this mic. I'm not gonna say, yeah, you're an idiot. If it's not necessarily a great mic, we're gonna say, well, let's talk about what you want in that mic. Why did you buy that mic? Then work with you, working with the skills that you have, the money that you've got to get where you want to go. That's what I'm talking about when I'm talking about a higher level, deeper conversations when it comes to podcasting, making money with podcasting, building your authority, building your audience. Question number 32, are the live calls interactive, allowing for Q&A and real-time discussion? Yes. This isn't just me ranting like I am now. (laughs) Yeah, it's interactive, I'm gonna call on you unless you tell me not to call on you. Yeah, it's interactive, I know everybody on the calls, you will know everybody on the calls. It is a network, somebody knows somebody that can help you, somebody has information that can help you, you know somebody that can help somebody else, you have information that can help somebody else. So if you've got something to add to the calls, or if you've got a question or a topic that you wanna discuss and you want information from somebody else, these calls are perfect for that. Question number 33, how do you measure the progress and success of the members of the group? that's based on you. That's up to you. What I can do is I can show up. You come to me with your issues. We solve those issues. But as far as what success is, I don't do that. You may simply want to build an audience. You may want authority for yourself. Maybe what you want to do is you want a calling card with your podcast that's going to get you speaking engagements, television appearances, other podcasting or audio work. So what success is, that differs. Your version of success is not going to be my version of success. So as far as measuring that, that's up to you. Do you feel successful? Are you where you want to be? If not, come to me. We're gonna work with you to get you where you want to go. But I don't have any kind of chart or something like, hey, you got a gold star. Here you go, you're certified in guesting. Nothing like that. Question number 34, is there a limit in the number of members in the group to ensure quality interaction and support? Yes. This group is limited to 200 people. That may sound like a lot. It is not because people come and go. And what I mean by that is sometimes somebody just wants to take a month off, they get burnt out. They just want to chill out, they get busy, they don't make a calls. It's not like I've got 200 people on each call. The forum, pretty low volume forum. It's not like somebody's on there posting something every 10 minutes. That's another difference between what I've got and something on Facebook. The reason people go to Facebook these free forums, these free podcasting resources that came up just a minute ago, people like the traffic. And it's not about the people who are members of the forum. It is about the person who owns the forum. Maybe there's a business associated with it or they just want the authority. I run this forum. It's huge. It's the biggest forum on the internet. This is not that. What I wanted and what we've got when I started audio monetization program was a group for serious people to come together and be able to communicate with each other, get what they needed as far as connections, as far as enthusiastic support, as far as learning what they need to build a better and more successful podcast. And I more or less went with Dunbar's number, which is about 125. Again, this limit is 200, but because people are coming or going, people are busy. I mean, the people in this group, they are not sitting around on the internet all the time, never leaving their computer. They are out working, they're out interviewing, they're out producing shows, they're people in different time zones. The sessions that we do more or less are using what I would call American hours. If you're in the United States, you're not gonna have any issues making these calls. There's a daytime call, usually two evening calls per month. Now, if you're on the other side of the world from the United States, maybe you can only make the evening calls. Maybe you can only do the daytime call. We have situations like that. So you're not gonna have too many people on these calls, if you're worried about, "Uh, nobody's going to be paying attention to me, this is not something like that. Again, I'm not some kind of guru where I've got these various coaches and this is my only business, my main business, and the business is here to generate money. What Big Podcast Amp is doing, yeah, it's a business, but the goal is the foundation of that business. And the goal is to help you bring more people to your show, Put a handle on your message so you can attract those people. Develop a personality people want to listen to, make money, spread ideas, spread impact, build your authority. That is the goal. And thinking about that, going back to this question, how can I ensure quality interaction and support? That's the reason that I've got this cap. Again, as I go through these, you can see how I've set this thing up. One of the things that I didn't want is people coming in and out and in and out and in and out. I want people that are going to be here for a while that's another reason for the limit. I want people to have an established connection with each other, that trust, that privacy, all these things that are coming up. There's a reason why I'm doing every single thing that I'm doing when it comes to Big Podcast amp. You can see this, this was very thought out. This is not something I thought, oh and I'm gonna set up a group. <laughs> no, 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 no. Worth noting, this is going way back. I talked about my music business work. I had the first membership site on the internet that was not an adult site and that was a site for musicians doing something very similar to what we're doing here growing an audience getting more people to shows selling music i've been doing this for a long time so i know a lot about it this is just an extension of that question number 35 can members suggest topics or areas of focus for future training sessions and live calls yeah 100 percent. if you're going through something that's perfect because I wanna give you the content, the resources, the knowledge, the connections that are going to help you to do what you wanna do. So yeah, yeah, let me know the topics that you want covered. Question number 36, do you have guest speakers or experts in the industry who participate in the coaching group? Sometimes, most of the time, these people are already in the groups so but not really guests. The people that I have in this group, they are people, if you're in the podcasting space, that you've probably seen. A lot of them are in a similar business to what maybe you think Big Podcast Amp is. A lot of them are helping other podcasters launch. A lot of them offer audio services. I'm the guy these guys come to when they need help. So if you're familiar with the podcasting space, you're probably gonna see a lot of people in this group that you're aware of. If there's somebody who's not in the group that you want access to, because I do have this group, because I've got this radio show, because I've got the podcast, the daily newsletter, the weekly newsletter. A lot of times I'm going to have opportunities that you may not have. So if there's somebody that you want me to reach out to, if I don't already know them, I can probably get to them. And yeah, we can talk about their podcast. That's another topic that you can suggest. I would love to talk to blank about blank. We can usually make that happen. I'm certainly open to that. Question number 37, what is the main goal or mission of the coaching group for its members? This is similar to the question I answered earlier. The goal and mission is really up to you. People come to me because they wanna grow an audience. They want more authority. They want more people to pay attention to them and their message. They want their message to spread. They wanna make impact with that message. They wanna make money with that message. Most of the goals of people in the group, including you probably, includes one or more of those things. As far as a personal mission, growing up in Nashville, around the music industry, I was really lucky to be surrounded with people that could make a living off of their creativity. Songwriters, writers, you may know this, maybe not. Nashville is a big publishing town. A lot of creative people here. Broadcasting, we've got some of the most powerful radio stations in the country here. I took that for granted. I thought, well, everywhere is like this. Surely people know that they can make a living with their ideas. This is possible for them. Once I moved away from Nashville, I realized how rare that was. Once I started working with people that had broken free from that, I realized how rare that was. I thought I had to be an accountant, an attorney, an engineer, a doctor. They didn't realize they had options. They thought that music was just a hobby. My personal philosophy for this group, that's it. You can make a living with your message. You can make a living with your creativity. It is possible. I've done it. I've seen a lot of people do it. I've helped a lot of people do it. Question number 38, how does the form facilitate ongoing learning and engagement between scheduled calls? The great thing about the form is you can go to it anytime. I've got an app, it makes it very easy to access. If you're running into a situation with your podcast, hey, I just got this offer. This sponsor wants to give me money. Help me with negotiation. Hey, I just got this piece of equipment. It's not sounding right. Let us know what's going on. We're going to try to help you. The calls are great. That is the foundation of this group in a lot of ways because that's where you get to see people, you get to hear them, you're interacting with them live and in real time. But sometimes you won't be able to make the calls or the person that you wanna talk to doesn't make the call. The form is a great way to keep in touch in between those times. Question number 39, are there any additional costs involved aside from the membership fee? No, no, this is all inclusive. The only additional costs that you might find are When I bring up a resource, when I tell you about new software, when I tell you about a new opportunity, an event, somewhere you might want to go, you're going to have a lot of opportunities to spend money to make your podcast better. With that said, I'm recording into free software right now, Audacity. Free software. There are a lot of opportunities for you to have a great podcast without spending a lot of money. So if you're worried about money, no, you're not going to have to spend any more money once you get into this program. There are going to be opportunities. Yeah, there's always equipment to buy. There are always things to do. There's gadgetry, you know. (laughs) Podcasters love gadgets. And I think it can be very easy to think, oh, if I only had this new microphone, then my podcast is going to get listeners. No, 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 no. No, and this actually might help you save money thinking about that, because my philosophy is the right mic is the one that you've got, the one that you're using. And the thing that builds an audience, that's your personality, your message, you coming through on the audio that you record. So the answer is, yeah, there's some stuff to buy. I'm going to give you options for it. It's not affiliated with me though. And you don't necessarily have to have it. You might want it, but I'm not going to personally give you any upsells. Audio monetization program is all inclusive. Question number 40, if I have a co-host or team, is there a plan available for group membership? Reach out to me. Let me know your situation. In general, no no because this is a limited group 200 people and i can't bring an entire team it's not beneficial to the group i like to have diversity in the group i like people bringing in different ideas with that said if you've got a co-host sometimes that can be beneficial because if you're learning all this new stuff and if you're excited about a new idea or a new opportunity or new equipment or a new process you want to get your co-host involved With that said, what I have found is that most podcast partnerships, there's one person driving the thing, and there's another person who kind of comes along. If you're worried about your co-host getting in that group, you are probably the driver. Your co-host may or may not be interested. I want people in this group that are interested in being in this group, that are showing up fully and ready to engage. So for that reason, no, I don't have any kind of group situation. That's it, the second part of 20 questions with David, questions 21 through 40. If you didn't hear one through 20, that's on part one. Feel free to reach out to me with any questions. You can do that on the Big Podcast AMP page, and that is bigpodcast.com slash AMP.